Muli Bwanji from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 9th of December 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Starting off with a health update, the Presidential Task Force on COVID-19 said there is a possibility that the country is moving towards a fourth wave following a rise in positive cases in the past weeks, especially in the country's major cities. The Minister of Health confirmed this, adding that Malawi is yet to isolate the Omicron variant from the positive cases in the country has had so far. When asked what about vaccine adequacy in the country, the Ministry of Health spokesperson said that the government is pondering on making vaccination mandatory. However, this is yet to be confirmed officially. In the meantime, the Ministry of Health is urging the citizenry to get vaccinated. Moving on, you may want to brace yourself for more heat, as the Department of Climate Change and Meteorological Services has warned that Malawi will continue experiencing hot to very hot weather up to Sunday the 12th. They also said that there will be a chance of rain after Sunday, after which farmers can start preparing themselves for the planting season. A new financial strategy called the Domestic Revenue Mobilization Strategy was launched on Monday the 6th by the Minister of Finance, Felix Mluzu. It will run from 2021 to 2026 and is expected to increase the ratio of the country's domestic revenue to gross domestic product, GDP, from the current 14% to 19% in the next five years. Speaking during the launch in Lalongwe, Mluzu said tax measures implemented over the years have focused on short-term gains with little regard to medium-term development considerations, rendering the country's development below its potential. He said the strategy will aid in this area as it is also designed to support the goals espoused in the Malawi 2063 Agenda. Malawi's domestic revenue ratio to GDP was 13.4% for the 2019-2020 financial year. This is the lowest in the sub-Saharan region, whose average was 16%. Interestingly, the domestic revenue mobilization strategy was introduced shortly after it was revealed that there is a surge in the country's total public debt, which has gone up by 32% within a year. An annual public debt report from the Ministry of Finance's Debt and Aid Management Division shows that the debt stock went up from 48% of GDP in June 2020 to 59% in June 2021. Will this new strategy help reduce the country's debt or overall borrowing? Let's wait and see. Last week, social media was awash with news about a new 5,000 kwacha banknote that the government intends to introduce next February. Well, in the latest update on the story, the Reserve Bank of Malawi has embarked on an awareness campaign on the banknote, perhaps to dispel rumors and fears associated with the new note. The central bank is also advocating good care of money, saying it spends millions of kwacha every year on replacing damaged notes. The Reserve Bank has since called on the Malawi Police Service and other law enforcing agents to be on the forefront ensuring that money-related laws are adhered to. That brings us to news on security. Malawi and Zambia 
have commenced talks aimed at tightening border controls, plugging out acts of terrorism, and ending human trafficking within their territories. This happened during the 16th Joint Permanent Commission session on Defense and Security, which was held in Salima District. These meetings, which are held annually and on rotational basis, have typically been a platform for the two countries to discuss issues affecting their peace and stability, as well as to discuss their shared vision and how it can be translated into socio-economic programs for the benefit of the peoples of the two countries. In development news, on Tuesday the 7th, Mzuzu Water Board announced that they are developing a solar farm at their treatment plant and booster stations to assist in power generation. This announcement was made under a project called Your Tariffs at Work that seeks to promote transparency of the government's tax usage. They also announced that three months from now, the Mizuzu plant will be powered mainly by the solar farm. The project, which costs about 2.5 billion kwacha, which is roughly $3 million, will help the Mizuzu Water Board reduce energy costs and ensure that its customers have water supply even in times of power outages. Moving on, you must know that Malawi has two new ministers. On Tuesday the 7th, President Chakwira appointed Jacob Hara as Minister of Transport and Public Works and Professor Blessings Chinsinga as Minister of Local Government. The two ministers are replacements for the late Mia and Bella Kanyama, who passed earlier this year due to COVID-19. We wish them the best of luck in their new roles. Malawi has refused to endorse the agenda for Eastern and Southern Africa Ministerial Committee on Education, Health, and Well-Being for Adolescents and Young People because the agenda includes issues of bisexuality and transgender persons, which Malawi does not recognize. The agenda was discussed during a virtual meeting conducted on Monday the 6th by ministers from the Southern African Development Community and is, according to the Project Officer for UNESCO, meant to support African adolescents and youth to be continental and global citizens who are educated, healthy, resilient, socially responsible, with the capacity to contribute to their communities. This is especially for adolescents from disadvantaged backgrounds or those with the highest risks of experiencing gender inequality. But when it was time for Malawi to contribute, the Minister for Gender Community Development and Social Welfare, Patricia Kaliati, said that she was not ready to contribute to the subject. Uganda and Malawi are the only two countries that asked for time to consult, while others such as Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Namibia, and Lesotho endorsed the agenda. Moving on to entertainment news, the Film Association of Malawi, FAMA, has signed a one-year agreement with Don Bosco Youth Technical College to train 2,000 people the capacity building project, which is focused on different aspects of filmmaking, such as acting, camera operating, film editing, film production, and directing. This, they say, will help improve the standards of local film productions. Speaking after the signing of Memorandum of Understanding on Monday the 6th, FAMA president said they have introduced the initiative as an alternative to film schools, which Malawi does not have. 
He added that as one way of encouraging females to join the male-dominated industry, all females will participate in the training, will get a 50% discount. People have already started registering for their training, which will commence on the 20th of December, 2021. Still on film, have you ever heard of a movie that was premiered but cannot be found anywhere or has never been watched in full? Well, that is the case of Fatsani, A Tale of Survival. The movie trailer was premiered twice in the cities of Blantyre and Lilongwe, but to the dismay of citizenry, was never actually released to the public for sale or even downloads. In the latest update, producers of the movie, HD Plus Creations, have announced that the movie will be made public this month, adding it would be released as a Christmas gift to Malawians. Would you slot the movie in your Christmas plans? You must know it is a movie that captures tribulations faced by young girls in Malawi. It also won an award for the best-directed movie in Southern Africa at Zambia's Sotombe Film Festival. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going on in Malawi. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at rorschach.com. Bitani Bueno. Bueno.